Beginning route. Welcome to Navigate. Um, this broadcast, we're going to pick up where we were last time. We began talking about the election, the importance of truth, and centering our both on knowledge and what's the Bible saying and just some basic information about what's happened to the previous administration versus the administration that we have now to get people to think past these paradigms that they grew up with or the culture that they were involved with and see what God is trying to say. So we had a great um, time last uh, session, and we just kept on going. So we're going to welcome you right back into where we left off during our last session. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, you know, Ronald Reagan, he was called a great communicator, and Donald Trump, some people call him the great disruptor or mm-hmm. the wrecking ball. <laughs> and again, I like to point, you got to know the times and the seasons where what kind of personality or makeup is needed. You know, we we tend to think, you know, an outsider, some people don't put enough thought. You were talking about the swamp earlier. An outsider, Donald Trump is a classic businessman. And so for him, he has the get-her-done attitude. Mm-hmm. He looks at it. He's been looking at Washington for decades. He knows the guys on both sides. He's partied on both sides. He'll tell oh, you yeah. himself. Um, and he's probably uh, lobbied on both sides. But he knows enough, and he cares about He's a good old American boy, you know, from a good old fashionable standpoint. And he's like, they're robbing us. The nations are robbing us. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he goes to NATO, and he says, okay, everybody's going to pay your 2%. Otherwise, we're not protecting you. Right. You know, why are we the police of the world yeah. <laughs> if you're not going to pay your 2%? So he uses his business skill. He's just got street smarts. And uh, some of the articles I wrote on Facebook in 2015 and 2016 actually acknowledged, uh, I was trying to be objective, he's not a great debater. He's not a great communicator. He's not Ronald yeah. Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. No, right he's no. got a different kind of skill set, which says this thing is on stalemate too long. Let's keep this ball rolling. We got to get results for the American Through the red people. tape. Through the the red like tape. he's done with the FDA or whatever it yeah. is. There yeah. you go. Rollback regulation mm-hmm. that's uh, crippling American industry. Yeah, Bush, you said that you were going to move the, the, uh, the um, embassy, embassy in Israel to Jerusalem, but you didn't do it. Let's just go ahead and move that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Donald that's Trump. That's that get her done attitude. Yeah. And and yeah. and to be fair, both sides said it. So both sides the, did both say sides it. said it. Clinton has said it before. Bush Senior had said it. Bush Junior. So it's really not a Republican or Democrat. He's more like you guys are all clowns. You just said it, but yeah. you never do it. It's right. all words and no action. Right. right. And so he has that. And I think even as the church, we may not like his style and methods, and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. But one thing I feel like even God, uh, if we can say in a prophetic sense, is using him to challenge the church at large is saying, guys, you need to get a backbone. You need to get bold. (laughs) Because if you believe something, even though you may not, he he believes what he believes and he's pretty bold and confident about it, sometimes arrogant. Mm. But the church is always cowering under 501c3s and all these other things that even he's helping get rid of so that we can have our own voice on a national scale. Yeah, and so, just another thought in there. <laughs> yeah, and and once again, you know what what we're saying uh, in essence is that don't don't look. We're not looking to him as some sort of uh, you know savior, you Correct. know figure yeah, or not, whatever yeah, messianic. I mean, we're just saying look at what has happened that mm-hmm. God has been able to accomplish, whether that was Donald Trump's intention or not. You yeah. know. Uh, the, yeah, do you think that Cyrus said, what does God want me to do today? <laughs> right. No, but he had an anointing to carry out God's agenda. 
Right. And so just along those lines, I, I let's just keep touching on this for yeah, a minute yeah. uh, since we're going yeah. there to just talk about what – if you step back for just a minute, regardless of what you think about the man and what's going on, and just look at what he's accomplished and the policy things that he's instituted, you know, it's – in in spite of all the attacks and the constant barrage of, mm-hmm. of media – Bias and 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 the, and the the stories that are that are obviously fraudulent right. that are trying to take him out the impeachment everything right. but yet he's still unable to do some of these things it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, amazing yeah yeah so you Let's mentioned it, right? you mentioned a couple of things he one thing that happened that was sort of a holdover from the previous administration was ISIS right. He defeated the right. ISIS caliphate. He That's took right. that out. That's you know, right. they, they were yes. dominating that area. Yeah, right. he was able to go in and clean that up in a relatively short amount of time. Right. And once again, he's just—he's the executive that's saying, "Hey, let's do this, this, and this," and let the obviously our military and the general. Sure. So I'm not just giving credit to him yeah, only. The but he had the the guts and yeah. the mm-hmm. and the foresight to say, "We've got this is a major problem that we've got right. to deal with more severely and succinctly than right. anyone's been able to do so far." So just that right there, it's taking huge. out uh, al-Baghdadi and Soleimani. Soleimani is right? huge. Those two guys, major, you know. And, of course, he, he, no one wants to give him, you know, any, any credit. And Soleimani, just if I may comment on yeah. that, he's so critical because uh, this is my learning, even though I wasn't born there. When Jimmy Carter, under that time, when they took the hostages to Iran, right, history will tell us that Soleimani was one of them. So... The other thing is that Jimmy Carter didn't do anything about it then, unfortunately. <laughs> I was alive. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and he was a Sunday school teacher, so it just shows you that it yeah. doesn't. it's not about that. But when he needed to fight for a nation and back a nation from that standpoint, he wasn't there. But full circle, uh, 40 years later, Several of the administrations in between the 40 years had a chance, it's yeah. recorded, to mm. take Soleimani out. Right. But nobody wanted right. to do it, yeah. to your point. Yeah. And what's recorded is that he is one of the most dangerous, meticulously planned terrorist, uh, leading terrorist organizations, but was hiding under mm. Islamic veils and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's more dangerous in many ways than Osama bin Laden and Baghdadi. And yet somebody had to make a call to take him out. And who made the call? That's it. Let's just That's say it. it what it is, and Biden opposed it. Mm. Right. Let's just mm-hmm. say what yeah. it is. Yeah. So yeah. Soleimani was probably, may, maybe perhaps, arguably, m- responsible for more Americans mm. being killed than any other man that's lived other than, you know, maybe like Hitler or something like sure. that. Sure, sure. Uh, as far as terrorism goes, the number one. Correct. Mm. But Donald Trump says, we're going to take him out. Right. To save Americans, right? Yeah, right. And speaking of, uh, you know, sort of Biden and the and the the uh, opposition or being on the opposite side of things, you go to China and right. you look at what Trump has done to to fight that whole trade war and the tariffs right. and all the things right. that he right. stood up to them. And of course, Biden the whole time was like, "It's great that China's a superpower. It's right. great that China's yeah. doing X, Y, Z." And we know. The stuff with with Hunter Biden and and Burisma and all the things that, of course, the media has not covered at all. That right. there's direct ties, there's there's evidence, there's right. documentation that money exchanged uh, hands uh, with uh, Chinese government and militaristic operations that were going on. I mean, it's it's crazy that right. that's not something that's that's blowing up, but it's not. And once again, it shows you 
the dishonesty and the hypocrisy and the and the the the, the part that the media is playing in right, this. Right. But once again, polar opposite sides of the spectrum versus right. Biden and Trump and their stance on how they would deal with China. Right. Um, so just mentioning that, I'm sure you guys could could uh, could go further on that. But just trying to move through some of these. The United States being able to achieve energy independence, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. for the first time ever in our history. And that happened in this administration. Exactly right. Dig those pipelines, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's historic, right? That's I mean, right. It, yeah. There's historic. no other way to frame that. Yeah, keep going. Um, and so just keeping it on the on, on sort of the, the foreign front before we talk about some of the other things. But he also, not just China, but he negotiated better trade deals and exchanges with Mexico the EU and others, right? right? To where he's like, we got to even this playing field some. Like you yeah. said, we're getting ripped off. We've yes. allowed them to do their own thing, right? right. You're so true. You know, like NAFTA, it's ending it's, that, how yeah, many yeah. manufacturing jobs just poof? Just, right. Right. Yeah, you know. Factories closed down, it, jobs. Yeah. 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 Ending Exploded. that, the Paris Climate Accord, the, the Iran nuclear deal. He mm-hmm. said, nope, we're not that. That's a, a, a How many regulations? Never, Countless regulations yeah. that were – Holding companies and people and economies, uh, yeah. different kind of companies back. He just <laughs> let it, he let it go. Right. right, and then of course uh, uh, instituted tax cuts, which apparently was the biggest overhaul in our tax code in three decades. Right, right. That before we had COVID hit, our economy was busting at the seams. In fact, I got this stat that. Hispanic, Black, and Asian unemployment hit the lowest rate that's ever been recorded. That's right. And you think about that. Yeah. And no one talks about that. But yet you know. he's a ra- racist and a bigot. Yeah, and what about he's, <laughs> he has single-handedly given more to money to historically black colleges That's than right. any HBCs. other president, including Barack Obama, a black right. president. But yet he gets this negative press about being, you know, a racist. Right. And they once won't again, look at the facts. he's doing things and tackling things that no one else has had the political courage to do. Even mm-hmm. Reagan, you talk about the border. He's yeah. securing, he's trying to deal with That's illegal right. immigration and right. securing the right. border, building That's the wall right. and all that, which a lot of people feel is whatever, controversial, but... Everyone's been talking about de- knowing that that's a, an issue. Uh, in fact, I think I put some stats on that as well. Uh, and this is actually from uh, the government's website. The number of illegal aliens uh, in January 2015. So this is probably, you know, we don't have accurate stats maybe up to this point. But January 2015 is where they had it where we had uh, 12 million illegal aliens in this country. That's back in, in 2015. And fifty five percent of those, so that means you know six million plus, mm-hmm. were from Mexico. So they're just <laughs> bleeding in from across the border. Right, right. And so now we know that number is much larger. Now we know that it's unsustainable. That we have whatever it is twenty twenty seven trillion dollars in our national debt, mm-hmm. while all these folks are coming over, getting free health care, et cetera, et cetera, not paying taxes, all the different right. things that are going on. Not and of course this is where. People pull on the emotions and the heartstrings and say, well, what about these people? And so, they, you know, you turn it into that issue to where we're heartless if we're saying we want to have a nation that has sovereign borders and we have to do things uh, legally. You're a testimony of someone who applied for a visa and did all the things through the right process to come over here. I can't imagine what your feelings and perspective are to to see that happening as a person who's gone about things the right way. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but I hope it's okay that I said that. Yeah, yeah, I know. So the, usually, the, to your point, is that uh, America, there are two characteristics that, are, that draw people. You know, it's a melting pot. You know, it's the land of opportunity. And um, 
it's it's a nation of immigrants if you yeah, study sure. the history of it. Mm, so absolutely, nobody absolutely. is contesting right. to your point that people are now welcome. And even that narrative is twisted because if historically, if you listen to Obama, Bush, uh, all the way back to whenever, they were all saying that th everybody's welcome, just do it legally mm -hmm. and go through the process. So these narratives that and, have and we've become, made ex ex not to interrupt yeah, you, but we've yeah. made exceptions for asylum purposes or sure. whatever yeah, crisis refugee issues. Status. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. That's right. And so that only demonstrates that America is the most generous nation Absolutely as well, true. which is what is the twist of the heartstring and the emotion where they'll show you images of uh, kids in cages and all, and it's all, you know, it, unfortunately both sides does it, so it's not one or the mm. other only, but. Historically, if you study history, it's important to make the history clause. Nations are entitled to be sovereign. So this whole argument of open borders, uh, like Swiss cheese, is, yeah. is a fairly new one. And when you study history, whatever uh, persuasion you are, it doesn't matter. Whatever religion you are, whatever uh, ethnic background you are, you don't just get up and go into another nation, try doing that <laughs> in Canada or, or in some of the European nations. Sure, you Australia, you, wherever yeah, you... Yeah, Australia, yeah, that's New Zealand. They Each one has sovereignty. And, and strict so, laws concerning that. And strict that. laws concerning that. So you can be generous, you can be admitting, you can have process, but that doesn't just mean that suddenly you become the melting pot of everything and every anybody. Because right. we saw that in Paris, what happens in the Syria refugee crisis is that the European Union, some of the European governments started taking them in. Next thing you know, rape increases, mm. all kinds of problems happening. The streets are flooded, feces, all kinds of stuff happening. So there's a balance in civic society. Mm -hmm. You know, it's our civic duty you know, it's not all about, quote-unquote, you know, what agenda gets forwarded. But there's a civic duty to maintain society mm. and to maintain laws and to maintain statutes that cause um, capitalism, uh, cause free market enterprise to increase. Those are all actually even biblical things, if you really look it down, uh, boil it down, that need to be encouraged mm. through how nations are built. Yeah. And that's the thing, when, when people want to talk about United States in a negative light, you know, well, why is it that everybody wants to come here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah everybody, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you said, because there is opportunity, because right. there there is freedom, because right. there are rights, right. you know, that they don't experience, you know, in these other places. And why do they want to make us like the countries that everybody else is running from? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right. They've tried socialism yeah. in other places. They've yeah. tried to institute these different things, and, and they right. fail every single time. Yeah. yeah. Miserably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have more on the? Uh, yeah, we're we're close to to covering it all now. This goes to the point we were talking about earlier about the the court packing. But essentially, Obama left a lot of these seats open. He didn't fill them. He yeah. could have. Mm -hmm. Trump said, "Hey, you're talking there. about the federal judges now." The, he appointed fifty three judges on thirteen U.S. circuit courts. Right. Right. I mean, and then of course now we're we're on number three, uh, Supreme Court justice. Right. You right. Know? I mean, that's well, once again, that's huge. Absolutely huge yeah. that he's been able to uh, have that opportunity. You know, it's almost unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's appointed because of the vacancies yeah. left from the previous administration. He's appointed up to over two hundred federal judges, and now the third uh, in constitutional 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 yeah. conservatives right. and constitutional judges, which is really critical. So that takes us back to. You know, while you, uh, if it's okay, I'll yeah. touch on the Supreme Court. 
one may say, you know, Paul the Apostle, he says, you know, I have many adversaries. Some preach the gospel for whatever reason. Some are preaching for money. Some are preaching for this. Some people, they're just preaching because they're against me, but they're preaching the gospel. And what does he say? He says, as long as the gospels advance, in that case, mm -hmm. he makes an exception there saying, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm cool with the motives. And I want to give the benefit of the doubt to the never-Trumper here. I just want to say there's a never-Trumper out there, and I'm saying, okay, you say he's the worst guy, he's the scum of the earth and all, but look at the values that are being advanced, albeit through the scum of the earth, which <laughs> is he's the first pro-life president, most pro-life president, to attend a pro-life March for Rally, mm -hmm. March for Life Rally. He's the most, according to history right now. And then when you combine that with uh, placement he's given to the church at large, yeah. prayer yeah. gatherings, religious liberties, yeah. religious liberties which mm -hmm. comes under our First Amendment yeah. rights, then you combine that with uh, Dutch Sheets made this comment of the Supreme Court, what has shifted in American history is that the Supreme Court is designed not to make law but to interpret law. Mm -hmm. It's a classic, classic. This is yeah, Civics 101. Right. Right. Civics 101. What the far left has done is, unfortunately, they've tried to either pack the court or put candidates in there that will now create law, mm. right. which is never the, the intention of the founding fathers, who were great believers and laid the f uh, uh, framework of the Constitution, actually based on the Bible. That's just a historical fact, whether we like it or not. Mm. Uh, they, they understood that three f uh, branches of government are critical, separation of powers, and so the judiciary was designed to be independent. And what we've seen in the last... 15, 20, maybe even 30 years, is that when uh, certain groups don't get what they want through mm -hmm. the, the elections or the legal process, then they want to go change through the, the Supreme Court. Yeah, change the rules <laughs> to fit, from the yeah, bench. Legislate well, their the ruling bench. will yeah. lead to a whole lot of laws being established. Correct. You know, even though, that, like you said, they don't make the law, they just interpret them. Right. But off of that interppretation... Show sure. the laws. That's right. That's right. So unfortunately, so, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. another promise he's kept back to his achievements is he promised constitutionalist, originalist, textualist, which is basically the implication that they believe that the Constitution should be interpreted the way the founding fathers wrote it, with the leeway that, for example, if uh, we don't want uh, personal rights to be infringed, they didn't have. Uh, cell phones back then, yeah, yeah, but sure. the principle still carries over. Right, and so originalists and textualists believe that the Constitution has enough generality to cover everything, but in specificity, they would look at cases as they came along, right. which is part of not making law, but interpreting law, and that's a key difference that in this era has been challenged more than ever. And Trump has made sure that his third one, which is ongoing as we record yeah. the the hearings, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, are constitutionalists. Yeah, yeah, and and so one thing that maybe we'll I know we might be wrapping up maybe soon. All this has been awesome, and we could probably go several more <laughs> hours on this. Uh, I would just say, remember, he's been able to do some of this in the midst of. From the onset, even when he's campaigning, the, right. the spying and the and then the whole Russian collusion thing, right? Yes. That that got stretched out for two years essentially with with all these different players involved and, and money involved, you know, taxpayer money being involved, right. the media covering it day in and day out, over and over and over. 
And of course, it was based on false a false premise with false evidence, all of that. And I'm, I'm not trying to rehash all that, no, but think no, about that yeah. from the from the odds before he even got into office, yeah. there was that kind of power trying to you know sabotage him. Right. Before he got inaugurated, they said this is not a this is not a, a true outcome right. of an election. They challenged not the outcome. He was not sure. a legitimate president. Yeah, I, mean, I have to say this: if they're saying, well, Trump's going to challenge the you know the election if he's not elected. Well, right. they've challenged his from yeah. the they, very get-go. They, yeah, they, 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 they still say he's not the president. Yeah. Right. They're always guilty of what they say someone else is right. doing. They're always the ones doing yeah. it, and they, they blame shift, and somehow yeah. right. people, you know, I don't know, uh, buy into that. But So think about that. Then, of course, we had, the, as we're talking about the Supreme Court, we had the, the, the Kavanaugh nomination confirmation. That was an absolute disgrace. Mm-hmm. The attacks and the things that happened on that man and his family was, was unreal for him mm-hmm. to have to endure. And, uh, and that was just, it's just ridiculous. Right. And it's just an example and once again, of the of the hatred of the, they'll go to any lengths to try to discredit and just character assassinate you know, without someone. apology. Right. They'll not apologize. Oh, we were wrong. Right. Or we so it's it, yeah. it's not based on substance. It's not based on you know what I mean. True. Policy yeah. and the things that we're talking about. What how you're supposed to govern. It's right. it's based on this personal you know, yeah. outlandish or stuff that, that right qualifications right. and most of the time it's it's made up or right. you know whatever right it's well we've a, gone so far now we have a christian catholic female constitutionist well qualified <laughs> top of her class yeah, brilliant yeah. mind and they're going to attack her because she's a believer right right i mean that's how far and aggressively attack her mm-hmm. you know that's how far we've strayed from all these things right so then to get even more ridiculous we then we're gonna try to impeach him over a phone call right and of course the whole ukraine thing once again the whole collusion thing and the ukraine thing actually was flipped around and it was obama biden that were actually engaged in all that that's what's crazy about it and look we're saying it (laughs) so we're just being real this is this is what has happened the media has ignored it the media has tried to cover it up whatever else has only covered anything that's that's tried to negatively, you know, portray Trump and try to prop up the other side. That's just the that's just the there's no other explanation right. to it. Yeah. But if you look at alternative news sources and you look at other journalists that aren't a part of the, you know, sort of uh, mainstream media, mm-hmm. you can find this information and they're they're not just conspiracy theories, they're not just political hacks. They have real evidence. They're actually right. engaged in real journalism, right. you know. Yeah. And so, and so now that's another thing is that all of a sudden, other voices maybe that wouldn't have been looked to or heard now can start to all these other alternative forms of me, of media, or yeah. the or church or whatever areas of society are starting to be able to come right. come through now, right. because everyone's sick and tired of having all this other right. stuff shoved down right. their throat, and they know this this can't be alternative means are rising. Right, right. Yeah. So, and that's what always happens whenever. You know, that's what God does. He takes what the enemy means for evil and right. he uses it and turns it around and all of a sudden he can, you know, Just like you're saying, through. the media, similar point, when the media gets so corrupt and alternative media starts rising, same thing with the politicians, the rhinos on both sides. Mm-hmm. When they get so corrupt to the point where they're not moving things along, then God brings an outsider. It's yeah. a similar principle, right? right? He'll raise yeah, up others it. to that's advance it. his agenda. So a couple others, and this will kind of maybe lead us to maybe our final discussion on this. Uh, of course, you you mentioned it earlier. He's constantly called a racist, a bigot, a dictator, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And even though he's continued to, you know, 
denounced this and that over and over and over and over again. And once again, when we look at ex- what he's actually done, it shows sure. that he's not uh, those things. But they continue to, to right. portray him right. that way. And then, of course, this hypercriticism of his handling of COVID, right. you know, that, that we could have prevented all these deaths and that it's his fault because of this and that. It's his fault because of climate change. I mean, it's his fault whenever oh, there's yeah. this or that. And it's like, look, no matter who the president is or whether we have Obamacare or not, there's going to be situations and tragic yeah. things. He's not in control of the weather. He's sure. not in control yeah. of, a, of a virus that's, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But once yeah. again, they lay it at his feet, right? right? Uh, and then, of course, the, this is the one that I was saying may take us to, I think, what Dennis maybe wanted us to really hit on with the upcoming election is that now, all of a sudden, we have this talk of, of mail-in voting and the ballot harvesting that's actually going on in certain places, right. uh, the voter fraud, right, uh, that, that, that could you know, be potential now to where we don't know mm-hmm. for sure who won this election. There's going to be uh, – apparently, they've already prepared a team of attorneys – that are actually setting the stage so that they can actually yeah. sue and delegitimize the process. Already now, they're already They've had over 500 the, the ready whole. for the last two months. Mm-hmm. So th- it's critical. The reason I you know, maybe wanted to bring it down to this sure. is that all, all that we're saying here is that God is wanting to, to uh, give boldness to his people, give clarity to his people, um, speak the truth in love, bring light to all of this so that we can make informed decisions, so right. that we can vote, so that we can speak out, so that we can uh, arise in this hour as, the, as the, the, the church of Jesus Christ, you know, that is relevant, that, that, that does have a voice, right, right. That, that can be uh, uh, intelligent in right. her thinking and that right. can navigate these, these scenarios without being judgmental or whatever it is, sure. right, that, that we can... You know, one of the phrases that Mike Bickle says is that, that Christianity is going to change in one generation. It's expression, right? right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's, I think that's, we have a prime opportunity to see the, mm-hmm. the uh, engagement of the church and the expression of Christianity come forth like never before. And, uh, and then we, you know, the, the saying is, is that when it's the darkness is when the light, you know, can shine the right. brightest. And, and this is where we're at in such a, uh, in such a controversial, ho- hostile environment. You know, God wants to raise up, you know, uh, those that love truth and those that love him and love others and that are that are willing to, you know, take a hit of, of our reputation. or Because mm-hmm. we know right now this is probably offensive to many people. Right, right. And, and many oh, people yeah. may have not really wanted to confront these things in this sort of right. straight right. line way. Yeah. Right. And uh, But you know what? That's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're, we're not going to cower down. We're not going to bow down. Because, you know, Dennis made a great point this past Sunday about, you know, the Antichrist is on the move, and look at how quickly he's been able to do things. Well, what can the Spirit of God do right. through his people? That was a fantastic yeah. point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was not on my notes. That's <laughs> God, God, that was a brilliant God, point. It was awesome. It but was, yeah. I, I got to thinking, that was, yeah. But look what God can do, again, just to, to say that, that and probably a good place to wrap it up. Um, We're just talking about truth here. Mm -hmm. The Republicans are never going to change the world. Mm -hmm. They're never going to change and fight the Antichrist. The church is. But God's going to use this man he's raised up to help all the way back to your point earlier Mm -hmm. to push back Mm -hmm. what the enemy's trying to do and keep God's agenda forefront. That's what we're talking about here. And... Justin and I have been talking about, you know, Matthew 24 for so many weeks way back into the sp- late spring that there's um, there's two things going on here 
Jesus has given us these warnings and all of that thing, but but there's victory for the church. Right. You know, we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a job to do, and yeah. I believe that God's going to um, raise us up. And one of our jobs is to intercede for this election. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, let's, right. let's keep it here on point. Yeah. You know, our job is that, you know, it, it almost boils down to, and this is going to really make some people mad, but good versus evil. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. A world antichrist system, um, and I think we may do one more of these. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we can do this next week and come back and talk about the the bottom line behind all of this, this world order. Right. You know, it really is what Trump's pushing up against. Right. But we have a job as believers to to stand together and pray for what's right. Mm. Yeah. And our president has done a lot of right things. The other party who supports a, a gay agenda, right. a LGBTQ2, I not even added an I uh-huh. at the end. Uh, George Soros did that. And Actually, abortion up to birth, man. Abortion after bor- birth. Those are so anti-scriptural mm. things. We can't even can't even really think about that. Um, yeah, and I, I'd like to make a comment that you sure. know that if it's okay that there's still, as you're saying, there are a lot of Christians that are still looking. And I made this at the beginning, but I want to say it towards the end. You're still looking at the or some original lenses that the parties were viewed by. Well, most of the parties have have drastically shifted their positions. Mm. So when we look on Facebook feeds and all, I look at them a lot. There are a lot of even believers uh, who are disillusioned some with parts of the church because they're in favor of Trump. And so we want to make it one more time clear that it's not that we see him as the savior of the world or the savior of America. And God doesn't move only in America, just right, so somebody right, who's right. listening. We want to know what God's saying over America because we live in America. Sure. This is our nation. Yeah. So we're responsible for the land we're in. We're not. China is doing a great underground church movement, is rising in China. While the leadership may be communist, millions are coming to yeah. Christ. And they are another, and they're another system that could topple, who knows, in the next decade. If the Communist Party, just to throw a different wrench altogether, if God has raised up the church there to topple the communist regime, and what if, what if, it's just a what if, we know it's a dragon nation, <laughs> but what if it's designed to do something that we don't know? What if it's designed to, ex- it, right now there was an old stat that China is sending more missionaries mm. to the world. And they don't, once even, upon and a they don't time. even know it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> once upon a time it was America. Yeah, sure. So the point is that it's not a American gospel. Right. I want to no. say that also That's because right. a lot of Christians have struggled that with the Cyrus thing, we're trying to make everything look like it's an American. Jesus is not an American. No. So, but the times and the seasons in the spirit realm require each nation to know what God in his blueprint has over the nation. Right. So America is considered a father nation in many ways uh, from the spirit realm perspective not effectively, obviously, executing that all the time because yeah. we have exported some junk, too. We, mm-hmm. have, uh, we, uh, we have created wars that we shouldn't have been in or mm-hmm. we got sucked into wars. Right. So we don't want to paint this picture of America is the greatest thing, sliced bread, and nothing else matters. But we do want to know the destiny of America and partner well with heaven on, in the season we're in that if he's using Osiris, and then the other thing is, in 2016, you mentioned that Hillary Clinton had 91% chance, the polls, mm-hmm. yeah. 91%. So yeah, now we right. bring God in the picture, 
And that's what we believe in. We believe that God does miracles the size that he did in the parting of the Red Sea. And I like to tease Pastor Dennis that he did a Red Sea parting miracle in this election. Because yes, he did. everything Pastor Dennis and several others were teaching us that we should be prepared in case something goes south, that's all still true because that could still happen. But what God is saying is that if we keep praying, we've seen the Franklin Graham rallies, we've seen the return that happened. September, October has a lot of prayer things happening. What if even the types of George Soros out there, God is using the church, who is the moral fabric of a nation, to shift another election? Because I grew up in nations where they would pray all night for weeks and shift a nation's right, election. Right. I have that, and I've noticed that Americans have struggled mm -hmm. to embrace that because they're just like, church, just be neutral. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes, you know, uh, what, did, uh, what was uh, uh, Esther's uncle called? What was his name? Esther's uncle? Mordecai. Mordecai, yeah. He says, yeah. what if for such a time as this, yeah. mm -hmm. and we say, we translate, or what if for such a time as this, the church has been given air superiority, right? air superiority in the heavens to shift the destiny of a nation because it affects two or three more generations. So there are many trains of thoughts, I want to say, not just political, I know we've said it in different ways, right. but I want to say it again, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not just accomplishments, which are great, which we do need to look at. There's just many trains of thoughts we need to look at and re-entertain of what the church has legislative authority from God to do to resist the Antichrist system and to advance a nation into her destiny. And that's what we are praying for. Mm. And that's what I hope that you're praying for. And I know that many churches are doing this. I know there's many planned churches where they're going to have all kinds of all-night prayer meetings, and our church is going to have a, That's right. uh, a prayer night, the Sunday night before the election. And God hears the cries of his people. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, thank you guys for your insights. It's been great. Yeah, thank you and you did a very good job. I'm proud of both of you. <laughs> um, so let's, we're going to end um, this session by, by prayer. And it seems like most of the time when we're someplace, Justin, you know this, and the meetings close down, we ask Canal to pray. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but Canal, would you just close sure. us out tonight with a That's word of awesome. prayer? Yeah, yeah. Father, we just thank you for this discussion. We thank you for those who are listening in, will be listening in. Father, we say that anything that's coming from our soul, our flesh, will fall to the ground, Father. Mm. Uh, we do not uh, declare power in one man. Father, we know that Jesus Christ is, is, is our true king. We fight for him, from him, and through him mm. for his purposes to advance in the earth. So we say that uh, for all who are listening, will be listening, objectivity is what they'll hear. They'll hear the spirit realm. They'll hear what God is saying, mm -hmm. and they'll be able to even filter through some of maybe our muddy uh, conversations or things that were not clear. We, we ask that people take their civic duty to vote and be responsible, uh, to be poll workers, to do whatever is necessary to ensure that America goes into the next phase that you have for her in mm -hmm. the next four years. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Bye, y'all. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Guys. Bye, guys.